0: John,
1: tell me about frozen custard, Our, Andy's frozen custard. Yes, well, th- this is, I'd like to think that this is from the Midwest because Midwesterners have found a way to cram more creamy, fatty goodness into an already uh, <laughs> a sinful treat, I guess, which is, you know, ice cream, but with more, more cream in it. it custard is frozen custard is just a really dense, creamy version of soft serve ice cream, I suppose. Uh, If you pick it up somewhere, it's, it's kind of like that consistency. It's not like harder, like ice cream. It's, it's more like soft serve ice cream, but it's denser and very, very smooth and creamy because it has a lot of fat in it, I think. And Andy's is one of the chains. There's a bunch of chains around here that serve this stuff. Andy's is one of the better ones. You can either just get a flavor. They usually only have a limited number of flavors uh so what they do, and maybe it's because of the way it's made, I guess, but they, they mix things in with it. So you get essentially what is like a a milkshake style uh ice cream that is soft serve ice cream with stuff blended in it, like candy or you know, caramel or some kind of topping.
0: Okay, so they this, mm, this is not custard that I know custard to be. <laughs>
1: no, this is not this is not uh, an Englishman's custard by any stretch of the imagination.
0: No, no, this is something complete. I mean, this sounds really good. Yeah, it's um, really... I'm just looking at, the, uh, looking at the list of states where they have it, and I have not been to any of those states,
1: which is why I've never seen
0: it. <laughs> right,
1: right. And there's some other places that are similar to this Andes that have it. Some of them, you know, there's some hamburger places that also serve this. Andes happens to be just frozen custard. And they have – you can get a six-pack of little ones, which is what I was eating, a uh, six-pack of little ones and bring them home with you. Or you can just – sometimes in the summer when it's hot, we just go get in the car, and they have a drive-through, and we all grab a treat to kind of cool off in the summertime. It's kind of nice. And we last we actually got this during a snowstorm during the holidays. Uh, we should not have been out driving in the snowstorm. Our car is covered with salt and dirt from – a snow that went by us as we were as we were out driving, getting this stuff. But uh, it was good. We just wanted, needed to get out of the house. You know, you kind of cooped up from the pandemic, and we had our couple of our kids home, so uh, everybody was in close quarters. So it was time to get in the car and and go pick up some Andes.
0: Everybody, and I, I mean everybody in the general sense, appears to be back on last FM as if it's 2007.
1: I know, and I think Federico had something to do with this. I think because he was wanting to track his music, and so he's been writing about it a little bit and it's been popular in our club max stories discord so yeah it's i i went and looked and i hadn't really used it since i think it was 2015 i had a whole bunch of songs in 2015 that i had scrabbled which i think is still a really weird and dumb word but uh, but yeah i've been using it myself and you have too right uh yeah it was
0: um i'm trying to think I, i did the same i logged back in and i had like five scribbled tracks from, like, 2000... And I don't know. Well, I don't even know what year it is now. It was about <laughs> three or four years ago, <laughs> I think. Um, and then I just hadn't used it because there just wasn't really any good solutions for doing it on the Mac and doing it on the phone and stuff like that. But now there's a lot more options. And I think what triggered it, and I think it's the same with you, probably, and Vattici and pretty much everybody else in the Discord, is, like, Apple Music's Roundup is terrible. Yep. Like, it's just awful like it's there's nothing there like basically all i got out of it was my top five artists which i could have told you that anyway right Um, right you know i I certainly didn't i don't need apple to tell me that
1: yeah no that's absolutely right and and it it's funny because i was just yesterday i was working on a story that i'm thinking about about apple music and music discovery and some other things and i was so i was clicking around a lot in apple music trying to find the things that I know are there, like curators, you know, they have some of the music publications have curated playlists and things like that. And some of the um, the, the Apple Music Radio, as it's now called, uh, DJs are curators, and there you can follow music labels. There's a bunch of things like that in Apple Music, but they're so well hidden. It's very hard to find them, and the pages all load so painfully slow that I felt like I was wasting my entire afternoon just trying to get this basic information that I wanted to think about and talk about in this story, uh, and it was just because I was clicking around in Apple Music, and it was driving me a little bonkers. Now, last FM does, I, I think what, you're right, I think what's really made the difference with Last FM, I had the same frustration with it years ago, which was that it was just too difficult. But there are more solutions on the Mac now. The one that I've been using is called Neptunes, which sits up in your menu bar and just uh, reports everything back to last FM, as well as just being kind of handy to have the artist and track information in your menu bar and having a few other controls like that built into it. And then... Uh, the music app that i 've been using with it is Marvis Pro, which is a really good iOS music app um that that can be set up to automatically track your your playback too so between those two things it captures most of my music i mean I know we 've got there's some other there's some other apps that you can use out there too that 'll do things even like you can sit it up on the counter and it 'll listen over you play over speakers and it 'll automatically recognize the tracks and then try to add them to your list and things like that. But between playback on the phone and playback on an and iPad and playback on the Mac, that pretty much has me covered.
0: Yeah, so I have a pretty similar setup to you. Um, the only difference is on the Mac, I'm using Sleeve, um, mm, right. which is the one that it just gives you a little artwork in the corner. Um, I think you can have it up permanently, but I just have it pop up when the, when the track changes um and the only reason i 'm not using Neptune's is because it requires monterey, which I still right. haven 't upgraded to yet um and then yeah i 'm using you know marvis on on my phone um think- and it 's kind of nice just to get to get all of it because that was the problem I had before it 's like on the mac it 's always been i wouldn't say easy, but you could always make it work right um whereas on iOS, like Last FM, have their app, and they're like, you can go in and say, "Oh, scrubble what I've done," but like, I'm never going to remember to do that.
1: No, and I think it's not always been super accurate either. And um, I think there must have been something that changed in some of the APIs for Monterey that made these apps easier because I've seen a couple of them pop up now all of a sudden, and there just weren't really other good solutions before. There, there have been solutions for putting song information in your menu bar but uh i don't know i mean there maybe it's i don't i'm not sure why why all of a sudden there's a renaissance in this stuff except that maybe people are becoming more attuned to finding new solutions since apple music is a little bit rough in this area yeah which is kind of a shame because you know i mean yeah
0: it's slow and we actually we spoke about that last episode as well to you mentioning that and I think it must have been 20 minutes after we finished recording this article came out saying that they're like rebuilding it
1: yeah, um, and all of
0: that kind of stuff. So well, um, not that I've actually haven't seen any of that yet, but you know, well, that, that was the
1: report at least. I poked around about this because I was going to write a story about it and I didn't, mainly because all the stories went back to a single source which was a Twitter account with zero followers and that had been created within like the week before or something like that. Oh no. Nice. And so I can't tell you that the source was was very reliable. So it was it was it was sketch enough that I didn't write about it. But I did download the latest Monterey beta onto my Mac mini and I haven't played with music on that machine a lot, but it does seem faster like they are maybe Rebuilding the underpinnings to a degree, but it's it's a little hard to tell. I don't. I mean, uh, it remains to be seen, as far as I'm concerned. But but I'd like to think that that's true. I'd like to think that something's happening. They brought Apple bought Primephonic uh, last year, which is a classical music service that they are. They have said they're going to be building an, a separate app or features into the music app that are geared towards classical music fans, and so I. That, that to me that's a good sign i've also seen reports of people having difficulty uh on the mac rating rating uh songs with the stars and star ratings are a legacy feature of iTunes and I mean legacy i mean legacy in the sense that it didn't ever go away, but it was one of those things that was part of iTunes, but Apple music came along and ha- took the simpler approach of just you know liking or unliking or disliking tracks and i always thought star ratings might go away and it looks like they might be messing with them under the hood because people have had trouble getting star ratings to work and so i do want it there's a little bit of smoke here and there of things that point to underpinnings of music being monkeyed with uh, behind the scenes by Apple. And I, I hope it's true. I mean, if there's people who are fans of star ratings, I hope you don't lose your star ratings. But uh, all I'm saying is that there are signs that Apple's doing something under the hood. And I think it's I think it's time. I mean, when when music came out as a separate app, I was really disappointed that it was really, it's really just a skin on the old iTunes app in a lot of ways. There's a lot of, there's just decades of old software under there. And the, the store and browsing is all these web-based technologies that just don't work super well. I mean, I, I shouldn't, you know, paint with too broad a brush about web technologies. But the, whatever they're doing, I don't know if it's web objects or what. I mean, Apple still has those floating around here and there. Um, it, it's very slow to load all the different pages, whether you're searching for artists or going to one of the for you sections or browse or anything like that
0: yeah and it's funny you know we can say I, I totally agree with you it's like yeah they're clearly doing something bad but like Spotify's app is Electron and Web Technologies, and it does not feel this slow. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, you know, you search and you just get results instantly instead of having to type and you press Enter and maybe it doesn't search this time and you have to press Enter again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's just like that. whatever API they've got for the way that they've got this system built up for the catalog in the background is really the culprit that, you know, something is waiting on something somewhere and maybe it's looking up the, the information to, to render the page or something. I'm, who knows what it is? I mean, I know, for instance, the iTunes search API, which is not the same as the search that you have in the app itself. But that for, that has been around forever and has never been, well, not never been touched, but hasn't been touched in eons. And I wouldn't be surprised if it goes away someday, other than it's the only way to get information about apps and songs and movies and TV shows and books through things like shortcuts, and for a lot of developers to use. Um, Music Kit is now available for music, which is much better from what I understand, which is why you see a lot of apps like Marvis out there, which are really solid apps, they've got a lot deeper integration with Apple's catalog now because of Music Kit. And You know, when I wrote my app way back in the day, it was all based on the iTunes search API. So I've had done my hard time with the iTunes search API and it's really hasn't changed in the, in the six years or so since I, I last worked on that. Yeah, I, I actually, I've
0: tried to do a few little projects with the search API and stuff like that. And it, it's never gone well.
1: I've always just given up and I thought, (laughs) well, this is not going to do what I want or it's too slow or whatever. Um, yeah, well, and it's all everything was like grafted onto it because it was originally for music, and so when you look for apps, I don't know if this this is still the case, but at one point, you know, the 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 app author, the developer, was listed as the artist, and you know, it's like there was it was basically music terminology used for apps, and you can you could if you dug deep enough into that API, you could really feel the music roots that under you know were underlying it, and it's. You know it's part of the problem with uh, shortcuts, too, is that the music integration there hasn't changed since the workflow days. I don't think not meaningfully at least, and it's really just based on the iTunes search API. They don't have the fancy music kit stuff, so you you really only have access through the shortcuts actions to your your library. so it's your actual music that you've downloaded into your library from the web. Or that you own, it's not like access to you know you don't can't search for an artist and find um, their their Apple Music page or something like that or their entire catalog based on that. It's it's really rudimentary and one of the areas that needs to change.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I guess we'll see in the next sort of few months or something if anything actually. Uh, gets better and you know maybe my searching on Maple Music will actually be a lot better in the future you know but, me- uh,
1: we'll see meanwhile I've been digging into the last FM API uh, Rob I mean oh yeah you know it's it's a weird API I was I got a little help from one of my kids on it um, so I've got a developer account set up there and I've got some ideas of things to build there that that since apple music isn't isn't delivering on the goods maybe last fm will be my route to having some interesting music shortcuts
0: yeah i don't think anybody had uh, La- the year of last fm for 2022 <laughs> but here no, we are i think it's I uh, it's coming back <laughs> oh man so um it's obviously i've been decorating my house and stuff and i've been sort of planning my right. office um i i haven't decorated it yet but i've been sort of planning and working out if I need to buy new things and stuff like that. And I worked out that I could actually I would think complain, I complained to you that I couldn't get my microphone um sort of plugged into the twelve South Stego because it needs the power and all that kind of stuff. Um but it turns out I can plug the microphone into my monitor and that will power it. Oh really? Um hmm. Yeah. So that meant I started moving some stuff around, like the, you know, my boom arm and cables and stuff like that. The Blue Yeti is just too big. It is a absolute yeah. monster of a microphone. Um, so I started looking around, and I found the Streamer Certified. Because I mean, you know that means it means oh, it's business. G- if it says that, be good,
1: serious business.
0: Streamer Certified Razer Siren Mini, um, oh. and and this is a tiny, tiny little microphone. Um, it's adorable. It looks ridiculous on the end of my boom arm, um, <laughs> especially compared to the Blue Yeti. Um, but yeah, I needed something, I wanted something that was a bit smaller so that I can just put it behind the monitor when I'm not using it. Um, and I was sort of looking around and I saw this and I watched some reviews and listened to some sound tests and it kind of sounds the same as my Blue Yeti as far as I can tell. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm on a brand new microphone.
1: That's very nice. I am, one of the things that I find very frustrating about Macs at times is that, you never know what's going to happen when you plug something into a hub of some kind, whether it's a dock or a hub. And a lot of th- a lot of times, those things are cameras and microphones. They don't play super well with going through some other sort of device. So you're more often than not better off just plugging directly into the Mac. It's good to hear that you can power from your um, from your monitor. I I am sitting here, and this would probably this would probably drive. A few people a little mad who are into recording is i not connected to power, Rob. I just am going off battery because I know that this M1 MacBook Air can last more than enough time for you and I to have our chat. And then my microphone is going through a mix pre 3 made by sound devices and then it's directly into my MacBook Air. So uh, pretty simple nice. setup these days.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I've recorded a few episodes even on you know my my shabby old Intel Mac. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, there's been a couple of times where I've recorded on battery because you know, I and mean, we we don't do long shows, right? Um, but uh, but no, I I don't get stressed about that. I know you wouldn't do it if you thought
1: it was going to run out. Yeah, but no, uh, I'm looking right now. See, we've been talking for a while. I've only used 8% of my battery, so there's that. Nice. I now now it does leave I need to make sure that my battery is charged up before I start. But usually my MacBook Air these days has been sitting on my desk plugged in all the time. So it's always at 100%. So I don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, one thing that I had for a while in this new location, I'm no longer recording in my basement after a flood last summer. So I am in a spare bedroom. And for a while up here, when I had the iMac from Apple, I had a 4K LG display up here sitting behind the MacBook Air, which was kind of nice because I made it a second monitor and I could put notes on there and make the text nice and big, even though it was kind of far away from me, made it easy to see and gave me a little more screen real estate. Now I've just got the screen of the, the uh, Air and it's sitting up on a stand. So it's a little more at eye height, given that I'm, I'm talking into this microphone.
0: Yeah, it was, um, it, 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 was it, it was really a revelation working out that I could plug the microphone in there. The biggest problem I had, and you've probably come across this in the past, is if you, depending on the monitor, if you're using the sound output from a monitor, so you've got, you know, headphones or even speakers, yeah, you can't use the native media keys to mm. make the volume go up and down. Right. And then I remembered, well, oh, the people who make Audio Hijack, Rogue and Uber, have many... Many audio products
1: that, that do true. many
0: different things, and Sound Source does exactly what I want. So I can now have the headphones for us recording now coming out of the monitor, and I can use the native volume buttons
1: to turn the volume up and down. And it's brilliant, and I love it. Yeah, that's a really good app. And I, the thing that I, for a while, got myself in trouble with though, is having. Too many different apps that messed around with the sound sources and too many different things plugged into my Mac so that I that it, it would get confused now and then. This simple setup where I've literally got nothing connected to this Mac other than a microphone and headphones is it has worked really well and been really reliable. But I I that that is a really nice solution to use Soundsource because that that's a really good app. And you can do things like you can you can set filters and all kinds of different sound things for different kinds of sources based on the app you're using and the source and things like that it it really gives you a lot of options
0: uh, yeah exactly i haven't really messed about with it too much my biggest one was that i if i if i didn't use sound source there was no way for me to turn the volume up and down from the monitor at all yeah i forgot that um, it does that yeah so like i had my headphones plugged in like i do now but without sound source it was like set at like what is essentially 100 percent volume and it would have been way too loud for me to you know us to have right. a conversation so um right so yeah you know i and a you know mac stories discount for the club there you uh, go don't forget to go and look <laughs> <laughs> little pitch for Club Max Stories Plus. They got
1: 20% going on all the Rogamiba stuff uh as a discount right now. I actually have a good new uh, discount coming up. So people should well, say, stay tuned. I got a I landed a new deal today. So, well, you know, this is just one of the many things I do. <laughs> How i film my days <laughs> is looking for discounts for club members. So,
0: well, there you go. Yeah, so uh p- plus, club, and yes. you can uh, go and find out all the all the things and come chat with us in the Discord.
1: Yep, yep talk about last fm exactly. <laughs> there was a lot of yeah. discussion about last fm there for a while a lot of discussion about obsidian of course too um you know there's a it's a pretty heavy duty there's a good de- there's a good developer crew in that crowd so
0: oh yeah a lot of yeah it's good fun of chat that.
1: about nerdy stuff
0: i know i didn't even get i just you know i just want more people to chat with so you know go, go sign oh, up
1: yeah very, very uh, real, definitely <laughs>
0: Cool. Well, um, yeah, I don't have anything else for this week, I don't think. I think that's it for me too. Cool. Well, uh, we we try not to leave it a month this time, and we'll uh, maybe try in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. All right, speak to you later. Okay, bye-bye.